Hey, this is Dimitris the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we'll discuss a few things I wish I knew about followers earlier. It's a topic we discuss in the Curious Tangero newsletter. If you're not a member, simply go to thecuriousTangero.com and join thecuriousTangero.com. It's free, it's fun, and you learn many ways to improve your tango. Let's start. Now, since my first years of tango, I always loved dancing with very advanced followers. I mean, who doesn't, right? Uh, and you may know uh, these kind of followers. Um, maybe you have seen them, maybe you have felt them. You know, it's the one that feels like melted butter, you know, that she makes everything feel so much easier. You know, you start doing your, your enroskias and your uh, lapises, everything is in place, okay? And uh, if you're a leader or if you're a man, uh, maybe she really makes you feel as a man, you, makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel appreciated, understood. Um, and maybe she's the one who knows exactly when to do this beautiful adorno to make your dance feel better, you know? Sometimes I, I, I dance with someone, like, at some moments the music becomes a little bit too complicated and instead of me start to do too many things, I just relax and I give her a little bit of space and then suddenly she does a few little steps, a few adornos, and uh, it makes me look like a musical genius, you know? Uh, so, uh, one question I always had in mind was, okay, I enjoy dancing with her, did she also enjoy dancing with me? And I took a few classes on this topic uh, of how do advanced followers communicate what they want to the leaders, because if I understand how they communicate, how the advanced followers communicate, I can dance better with them, and they probably will feel better dancing with me. And so I learned a lot of things. Um, so I want to share a few with them with you, but first I want to ask you some questions, and please take a moment to pause and ask yourself if you know the answer to the above questions, because if you don't, maybe there is a part that you can easily improve in tango. So, the first question is, how do, how do followers, advanced followers, lead the leaders? You know, a lot of people are using this term of, you know, back leading, but it's not about the term, it's about communication. How do advanced followers communicate to the leaders their intentions? What do they do when they need, for example, more time? How do they communicate that to me? Because a lot of a lot of followers are like, oh, this guy doesn't give me time to, to do my adornos, right? But at the same time, they don't know how to communicate to me that they need more time, right? So they leave all the responsibility to me. And of course, if I'm a very good leader, I can, I can assume this responsibility and give him more time, but it's so much better if they know how to communicate that they need more time. And if I can understand how I... Uh, uh, no, and if I can understand how they do uh, this communication, okay? So, for example, how, do you know what a follower does when she wants to accelerate or slow down? And if you're a follower, do you know how to communicate to your leader that you want to accelerate or slow down? Now, the first thing I realize is that to do that, they focus on the embrace, all right? For example, if the advanced followers want to slow down, they do not block the elbows. You know, a lot of times, beginner followers, they just block the 
two elbows and they you know i can feel it in my embrace i cannot move left i cannot move right right uh but this is usually what beginners followers do it's like they're telling you stop now it is my time uh you know it is forced and definitely not a nice feeling for the leaders instead advanced followers focus on the hands i know many people say you know don't use your hands to, to lead let me tell you something uh, when you walk with your girlfriend or boyfriend on the street, right, and she or he squeezes your hand when you're about to cross the street, you stop. You know, m maybe a car is coming, she just squeezes your hands. And that, that you don't need more explanation about it. It's, it's something that you understand instinctively. Just squeeze a little bit the hand, you stop, all right? Um, or maybe you're dancing and suddenly she sees someone, another couple in front of you, and they, you know, they dance dangerously or they come too close to you. Uh, what is the first thing that the, the follower does? She's tensing her brace. You can feel it in your backs. You feel her hand. All right. Personally, I feel I see nothing wrong with communicating using your hands. I'm not talking about squeezing, pushing, pulling and stuff like that. But tensing your hand, it's a very clear signal that you can use. Or at least I'm using it. And I've seen a lot of advanced followers using it on me to communicate something all right so this is just passing information by just squeezing a little bit the hand now uh, when a follower wants to accelerate right imagine she knows that you know the next song the next phrase of the song is you know more fast right um she has a very good musicality she wants to start dancing faster she's not the kind of followers who just wait for you to start dancing faster as a leader if you're a leader um she's the kind of follower that wants to co-create a dance with you to create it together right so she wants to help she wants to bring the information that you know the next phrase i know it's going to be fast let's dance it fast so what she does is that she builds in her body the tension that she needs for that acceleration right to understand this Think for a moment what you do when you pretend you're going to box with someone, right? You, you put your gloves and you pretend you're going to box. Uh, you bring some tension in your arms, right? Maybe lift a bit your shoulders to protect your jaw. You build in your body the tension you need for that imaginary boxing match, right? Advanced followers, they do the same, right? Of course, they, they don't need to, to lift the shoulders, but... Um, and probably they, they, they don't prepare for boxing unless you really, really, really messed up. Uh, but what they do is that they prepare the muscles that they need for their body to move, to move faster. Because when you move faster, a lot of muscles need to tense. Some muscles need to relax, but some others need to tense. Right. So instead of waiting for the acceleration to engage the muscles, they prepare the muscles, they increase the muscle tension. You can feel it in the embrace that, okay, the tension has changed. And then advanced followers wait. Okay, for what? To see if you notice that change in their body as a leader. And most importantly, they want to see if you mirrored that change. All right, because if they change the body, they, you know, they tense and you do nothing, you, your embrace remains relaxed, probably that means you haven't received the information or that you are not planning to accelerate. It's your choice, right? They propose something, the followers, you don't need to agree with it. Exactly the same way as when you propose something, the followers don't need to agree with it. But 
the dance feels better if you agree most of the times, right? They propose something, you're like, yes, let's do it. They say something, I have this idea, let's do it together. Yes, sir, why not? All right? Um, sometimes even, I, I feel that even when I know that the next phrase is not going to be fast, but maybe the follower is like confused and she wants to dance it faster. I'm like, okay, let's do it. We dance together, why not? All right? Sometimes I create this antithesis, um, this contrast. You know, the music goes slower, I go faster. The music starts going faster, I go slower. It's my choice of interpretation, okay? As long as it's just choice, I can do it, all right? So they wait for you to uh, mirror that change in the muscle tension. Now, as a leader, obviously, you can communicate in the same way. You know the next part of the, of the song is faster, boom, engage your, your muscles a little bit more, show her that something is about to change. You were preparing her this way, all right? So if you mirror their change or if they mirror your change in the muscle tension, then they know that, okay, my partner understands, they perceive something, all right? They notice my change, all right? It's important, okay? Um, by the way, mirroring goes far beyond this tip. It's a game changer. Uh, you need to keep that in mind. We discuss more about mirroring in um, a program that I run that's called the Curious Tangiero Advanced. Um, but for now, just keep it in your mind. Uh, it's a game changer. Okay, so that's it. If you want to support this podcast, you can simply go on Amazon and buy the book Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. It is available in 11 languages. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. If you want to order three copies or more for your friends, contact me at the email tango at thecuriousTangero.com to give you a discount. Please share this podcast with your tango friends. Hugs and stay curious.